The Jackson State University family is deeply saddened by the loss of JSU alumnus and Hines County Sheriff Lee Vance. He was a benevolent servant to the community, county, city, and state. May we always remember and respect his legacy. We also extend our heartfelt condolences and prayers to the Vance family and all whose lives he touched. His presence was deeply felt and will be greatly missed. We pause for a moment of silence for Hines County Sheriff Lee Vance. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 176 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. I'm joined today again by Ken Clark. What's up, Ken? Hey, what's going on, Corey? What's up, Tiger Nation? Happy to be back on. All right, man. Welcome back. A pleasure as always. And today we have two very special guests. Both are alumni of the Jackson State University. And you know what, Ken, normally I like to introduce our guests, but at this time I, I can't do it, man. I, I wouldn't do them any justice, so I wouldn't dare attempt to introduce these gentlemen. For the first one, you're familiar with him. He's been on the show, but I want him to formally introduce himself for today's episode. All right. How y'all doing, Ken and Corey? And how y'all doing, Tiger Nation? Uh, my name is Kevin Levine. Uh, today I'm speaking as a lieutenant with the Hines County Sheriff's Department, okay? And uh, I'm tasked with uh, being in charge of special operations, and so I handle two street-level units that deal with drugs and narcotics, street crimes and my flex unit. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Welcome back in. Hello, Ken and Corey. How are you all doing? And hello to Tiger Nation. My name is Captain Lamont Bridges. I am the executive officer for the Mississippi Highway Patrol, where I'm assigned to the administration division. And one of my primary duties is to assist with day-to-day operations with the Highway Patrol. Awesome. All right. Well, again, Happy welcome. to have both of you back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A, a, a pleasure. It's an honor to have you both. Thank you for taking the time out. And uh, conveniently, uh, you know, today's episode, you know, we, we're recording it. I don't want to say conveniently, but but ironically, I guess is a better a better term. We're recording with heavy hearts with just uh, the recent news uh, that that we received, and you know I'm looking forward to our conversation that we're going to have. But first, I'd be remiss if I didn't take a moment to discuss that recent news and, and hear from you guys about the tragic loss of our beloved alumnus and, and Hines County Sheriff Lee Vance. I'll start with you, Lieutenant Levine. I know you had a special relationship, a personal relationship with him, both our, you know, professionally, personally. And I know this has been a tough time for you, so you just definitely want to speak and kind of share your thoughts 
on on what he meant to you, what he meant to the university and the community in the city of Jackson in the metro area. Well, thank you for that. And yes, it is, uh, was a devastating news that I received. He was not just a sheriff or a chief to me. He was what I considered my professional father. Why? Because when I was a young rookie, he was my training officer. Mm-hmm. And he molded me and he groomed me and he checked with me on every step through my career. He made sure I stayed on point. And a matter of fact, to a point where everybody else called him Sheriff or Lee, but I would call him Sheriff, but then I would say Sheriff Leland. That was my name. That was my name as mm-hmm. a professor from my, to my professor, I called him Leland. And he told the uh, chief deputy and the attorney, nobody else in the Sheriff Department can call me that but Levine. Wow. So that mm. was that's how close we were that we had a name for one another. And uh, I'm heavy hearted today, but I know his love for JSU. And I'm going to say this. He told me when Sheriff, when uh, Coach Prime got there, he told me, you make sure you give them everything they need. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, sir, Sheriff. So he charged me with that task. And we did that. We assisted with escorts to football practice. And whatever they need, myself and Lieutenant Houston, we jump right in to do what we had to do. Absolutely. Wow. Well, well, on behalf of the Mississippi Highway, Mississippi Highway Patrol, along with myself, we would like to extend our, our heartfelt condolences uh, to the uh, Vance family, as well as the extended family of the Hines County Sheriff's Department. And we just want to let you all know that we're here for you. And if there's anything that we can do, Please do not hesitate to contact us. Indeed, right, right, and and just a quick add, um, you know, when we got the news, it was it was it was it was heartbreaking. I mean, you know, to say the least. Um, I was I actually said this to a friend I was speaking with about it that if you had to pick one person that we all felt would be kind of a face or a representation of Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. I think everybody would be okay with Lee Vance being the face. Um, He was just that kind of a pillar in the community. Uh, Been knowing Lee, not so much as personally, but he's been a figure for those of us who grew up in the city of Jackson. I'm um, classmates with his, with his, with his, um, with his, with his daughter, uh, personal relationship with his son. uh, And, you know, just want to send a heartfelt condolences to uh, the entire Vance family. It, it, sometimes when you lose uh, some some people, it just touch everyone. And and mm-hmm. and I'd be, you know, it, it just sometimes you just sometimes the only way to get the pain out is to let it shed a few tears, man. So you know, it's just uh, it was a sad day to get that news, and and uh, we we lost a we lost a pillar. But um, you know, like I said. Condolences to the family. Condolences to the city of Jackson, man. Absolutely. We, we, we uh, you know, that's really all I can say right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well said, well stated. Sheriff Lee Vance, definitely be missed. And uh, you guys have said it, but condolences to the family. All right. So, guys, you know, Coach Prime and his staff recently invited JSU law enforcement alumni to speak to the football team. Lieutenant Levine and Captain Bridges, you were both, you two were both speakers. You were there, you were present. So we definitely want to hear those stories, how it went. And I I guess we can start with how did this even come about? Well, it came about uh, where there were some issues early on that 
that some of the players were having. Nothing serious, but there were some issues that they were having. And uh, by my working under the direction of Sheriff Vance, with closely with Lieutenant McGee and the football team, I had knowledge of some of the things that were going on, and I was able to address it. Well, at that point, Lieutenant McGee and Coach uh, Otis Ridley thought it would be a good idea since a lot of these kids that we're getting they are totally new, not just to Jackson State, but a lot of them uh, are new to Mississippi, and a lot of them have no family here and no connection to uh, the city at all. So they thought it'd be a good idea if we met with alumni who were in law enforcement that were JSU, that we can share some do's and don'ts, and also mm-hmm. let it be known to these guys who we are, and if they do have issues that come to them, not them creating issues. Now, we told them we're not here to fix something you messed up, but if mm-hmm. something comes your way, uh, we will fix it. And myself and Lieutenant Bridget dropped some a lot of, yeah, I'm going to let you tell them his half, but my half was just telling them what I do. And I told them straight up, Corey, because of what I do, the time that my guys work, we're out, uh, some people call it deep nights, we're out 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. And like I told him, if you see me, then you wrong. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you'll be you out past curfew. <laughs> and where my guys work, we're in the worst areas that need attention. So there again, that's twice you're in the wrong place. You don't need to be over here. So I let them know that I had eyes and I told them too, I'm a snitch. If I catch you, I'm a catch. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. A snitch in a good, a good way. way. It's in their best interest. It's right. And, and they need to know that. So that was that I gave them some quick do's and don'ts where not to go. But I think uh <clears throat> Captain gave me some good information. Captain. Yes. Once again, just wanted to just tell you, uh, Mr. Clark and Mr. Collins, thanks for having me on. And um it's truly a blessing uh to be able to sit here and and collaborate with you all on uh, some important issues on how we can assist our young men to become productive citizens in today's society. Mm. One of the things that I I talked about uh, with them was the do's and don'ts on traffic stops. Okay. And just wanted to just bring some awareness and just let them know that, yes, uh, in my profession, as bad as I hate to say it, we have some bad apples. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's clearly out there. Everyone has seen it. You know, social media has put it out there. And uh, what I wanted to do was just bring awareness to them that, you know, don't don't judge us all by the negativity that you're seeing with the, the few that are not doing what they're supposed to do when it comes to serving and protecting. And I just wanted them to to just feel comfortable that if you are engaged you know, with law enforcement, just to provide them with some steps on some things that they can do to uh, make the the stop a positive one and then not turn mm-hmm. out into a violent encounter or anything negative of that sort. Yeah, and I think that's phenomenal. Um, a couple of words that popped in my head as you were saying that were uh, was ally, uh, advocate, you know, education. Um, the reason why I say that is because not many that are in the position that you are in are willing to say kind of what you said. And that is, is that, you know what? we're in a role where um, things that have happened kind of in the world abroad 
um, can paint a negative light on the role that you guys are um, are actually doing day in and day out, which is a very important and critical role uh, as a in the, in the law law enforcement. Mm-hmm. However, you yes, know, uh, one bad apple can spoil a whole bunch, but it, it is a um, thing that is absolutely necessary. And we taught this is, um, and I'm not sure where the education is. I'm pretty sure in the, you know, from an African American community standpoint, you have to educate your black sons and daughters on how to inter- engage with law enforcement in a healthy way. You know, um, you know, knowing, you know, what battles to fight, how to, you know, address yourself and 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 carry yourself, and just first, like 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 Devine just said, not be there to begin with. You know what I mean? But sometimes, uh, good, uh, bad things happen to good people, and you find yourself in unwanted yeah. situations. So I think it's, um, I think this is. This leads to so Corey can speak to this as well. We, had, we actually had a show uh, in the past uh, mm-hmm. where we talked about athletes coming to these uh, HBCUs and providing a safe haven. And I just love what I'm hearing because this is not only the HBCU culture and and being a, on on campus um, provides that safe haven, but now we have the, the 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 law enforcement in the city and abroad that's willing to step in to assist the coaches with these players that are coming in from all over the United States that Coach Prime is bringing in. So this is just phenomenal, man. And I appreciate you guys coming on and to speak to that. Just wanted to throw that in. And let me throw, add this. Not only are we just alumnus, mm-hmm. you all know my story with the football team, but let me say this. Mm-hmm. Captain Bridges is a football, former football player on a championship team at Jackson State. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. So we have, we, we, the goal was to, you said the word advocate. Yes, sir. We needed advocates who understood where they meet these kids where they are. And no better advocate than I say for Captain Bridges, who played on the mm-hmm. championship team where we're striving to get back. So in order for them to have gotten to a championship team, that means what? They did it the right way. Mm. That's right. So, so how important is it for our student athletes to not only hear from local law enforcement and develop their relationship and, and know that you guys have their back. But I think it's specifically considering that you guys are JSU alumni. Do you think that makes a difference where they can, you know, especially for you, Captain Ridge, someone who actually played football. So you think that mm-hmm. kind of uh, stands out to them even a little bit more than just hearing from, from, you know, someone else? Yes, sir. I think it does. One of the main things that uh, it sheds a lot of light on is that I've been where they're going. And I can right. I can speak directly to what they are actually going through and right. uh, to to be able to have a positive encounter with them and to look them in the come here and you're willing to sacrifice and do things the right way. You're not going to have anything but positive results come out of it. Amen. Hmm. Yeah. And that's right. That's another thing that I wanted to uh, why I asked him to come on to this show. Mm-hmm. is to show the investment that this new administration is making into the the players, not just clothing or, or, or facilities, but life skills. Okay? Absolutely. A long-term, these connections that they can make with folks like uh, Captain Bridges and myself for it to prepare them for life after football. Mm-hmm. They can look at us and say, well, hey, well, these guys live Jackson State. They can, you know, maybe they can help me uh, in a career that if I might not make it to the league or if I go to the league. And this is another thing I like to say. 
they can make it to the league, but we just need to have them also prepared to when the league time is over. It's over. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> you That's know, so a lot window. of people say, well, you're not going to make it to the league. You got to have a backup. Well, let's talk about the players who are going to make it to the league. They're going to need a backup as well. And I think that investment that coach is making by bringing us in there, man, I applaud that. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, mentorship is, is something that is uh, very necessary in, in our community right now. You know, I, I mentor uh, quite a few young men, but I know Coach Prime, his main thing is to bring these young men in and to bring them in as young, I would say, teenagers and to help these mothers and fathers who uh, these kids are leaving their homes and that for when they return, they're they're returning as a as a as a young adult that's ready to be a professional. May I know the the aspirations may be a professional football player, but we all know the percentages. Not everyone gets drafted. Not everyone gets a contract. Not everyone gets to go play pro. But we're all gonna have to go pro in life and mm -hmm. and uh, transition into the uh, you know the professional arena. And 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 these types of experiences and life skills are so critical because they carry on. And not only does it, are you guys paying it forward as, as GSU alum, alums and uh, even football alums, it's, uh, it's also that seeds are being planted, you know, to where they can also in return give back in the same way they were given. So it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I don't think that they're, I don't think you can mentor enough Honestly, I don't think I don't, I don't I've never heard anybody say, man, you need we need to just scale back the, the, the leadership and the mentoring and the education on right. how to grow our community. And right. um, this is just music to my ears. And I, I think also it's going to help translate to the football field. You guys are speaking to discipline. You're speaking to a commitment, a sacrifice. And that's all those things that are, are part of a team sports so right um i love it and and ken and lieutenant levin you both just talked about for the ones who don't go pro and, and having a, a backup plan and things of that nature but even the ones who do go pro you have to think right. about the the lifespan of, of the nfl player what's the what's the average is it two years three years four years i, th I think it's pretty it's short, two to so. three years two three, three years. years yeah on an average about th three years yeah so so whether you make it or not i think it's important to to be prepared for life after football, whether that ends uh, in Soul Bowl when we play Alcorn last game of your senior year, or if you go into right. the NFL, being prepared. But how how receptive were the student athletes? Were they attentive, and did they ask questions? If so, what kind of questions did they ask? Well, they were from from what I provided to them, they were very attentive. Uh, but at the same time, I could tell that they were their focus was to get on the field because I think that was going to be their first day of practice, mm -hmm. and it was going to they were going to have a conditioning test that was going to take place that on that day. And, but I can, overall, I can say that uh, we had some positive feedback. I had a few of the players come up once we presented, once that we concluded with the, the presentation, uh, a couple of the players came up to me and shook my hand and said, they, they greatly appreciate the information. And, uh, and I just told them to look guys, we're here for you. We just want to let you know we're here. Anything we can do to help you, you know, please do not hesitate to contact us. Because my objective is, is to try to empower as many young men as I possibly can. Uh, the good Lord has been good to me and blessed mm -hmm. me uh, with a family. He's blessed me with a, a job that uh, that I truly enjoy doing and I have a passion for doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to just do my part and my due diligence to uh, 
help these young men out so they can become productive citizens. And, and awesome. I agree with them. They, they were very receptive. A couple of them were my students. And I brought some uh, examples out and made them laugh a little bit. But uh, that's the thing. We wanted them to feel comfortable mm-hmm. being in a strange place that you have, <laughs> that word again, advocates that, you know, nowhere is perfect. But it will make them feel better to call, come say, hey, mom, some police officer came talk to us today that were Jackson State alum. And they're gonna be looking out for it because you know, as you know, I have a relationship with several of the parents. Parents mm-hmm. that when things happen from accidents to little things, they it makes them feel better than saying I can call Lieutenant Levine. So uh, they were very receptive. I even had one come to me. I, I said, "Hey, stay away from South Jackson." And it's <laughs> a funny thing. One of the guys he come up to me and said, "Hey, uh, you said stay away from South Jackson." <laughs> Uh, I just moved to South Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and I said, let me put your mind at ease. I said, where you staying? He told me. I said, well, what I mean is like what I said. Don't be out there cruising South Jackson late at night. It's good to go in and out. But my point was don't be hanging out, you know, out. You're here to play ball. Uh-huh. Mind the curfew and, and, and stay focused and not be so focused, caught up in those streets. That's my message that Absolutely. I will. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you're a business owner who's hiring, it may be challenging finding the right person for your role. Consider posting your job for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites with just one click. Then their matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply. So while other services can be overwhelming with way too many options, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So uh, how about in in, kind of in that same light, um, how were the was there any feedback from the coaches, the coaching staff? Uh, how how well would they receive the information that you guys provided, and kind of how did they feel about the uh, the overall exp- uh, um, uh, meeting and conversations that you guys had with the team? I had an opportunity to speak with a couple of the coaches. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to get into the discussion the way I would have liked to do the time constraints because they were on the schedule and I can understand mm-hmm. what the coaches are trying to do. They're trying to get them locked down and get them uh, in a position to where they're completely focused on, on the goal at hand or the task at hand. I'm sorry, but uh, they, they were very positive uh, with what we had told them. They, they, they told us that uh, they truly appreciate us. And that's the main thing is, yeah is to have people to come up to you and tell you that they appreciate what you do. Mm-hmm. And, and and a couple of them, because of what I do, escorting around, you know, uh, a couple of them I know. And that's a good thing. Uh, even some of them, one of them, a couple of them told me, hey, I'm glad I know you. If I need you, you know. Mm-hmm. you know, it, But it wasn't just for the players. It was for even our new staff. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. It was to send a, a strong message that Coach Prime cared enough not about just you being on the field or uh, being excelling in school, but to make sure you okay, mm-hmm. that you have yeah. advocates. And that's the message 
we got you. And uh, we have alumnus that understand and they're not just fans. You know, that's a difference between a fan mm. and an alumnus that's a fan. Y'all know that, right? So That's right. That's, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Alumnus that's a What's fan has been there and, and, and they're way more invested into it because it means something from the heart. And, and, and uh, in the past, culture would criticize about alumni being shut out or not shut out. I think it was a big plus that he opened the door and brought us in. And I can say one of the alumnus that was very disappointed he couldn't make it, but he was burning a highway up to get there. And that was Dr. Sack, Leon Seals. Mm. Really wanted to be there. And mm. we really admitted that, hey, he has played it at the highest level. Exactly. And we, but we're going to get another chance to get Leon in there mm-hmm. and uh, talk to him, too. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that was my question. Is this something that could be recurring? Is it, is it worth uh, doing this over uh, more than, you know, repeatedly, I guess? And uh, how do you feel about getting other sports involved? I know that the coaches, the football coaching staff reached out to you, but are you, would you guys be open to doing it for the other sports? Because I think they all would need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Kevin, tell them about your plan. Would you talk to me or would you thought we should do about live exercise and role playing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, one of the things that we discussed on that day, was to try to give them a hands-on experience. It's one thing for you to tell someone something and then they trying to get the visual in their head and then actually let them see it for themselves. How how, uh, to conduct yourself on a traffic stop. So one of the things that I would like to do is I'm gonna reach out to our training division with the highway patrol and see if we can set up a timeframe that meets everybody's schedule that we can have some of our troopers to come over and we're going to actually conduct mock traffic stops mm. and let, let them see for themselves exactly what happens and why it happens the way it happens. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would give us some good positive feedback and then they would have a good understanding of what to do and most importantly, what not to do. I think something like that would not only help the, the student athletes, but it would help the, the professionals <laughs> and the adults as well. Because yeah. I mean, as you were as you were saying, and I'm saying like, man, I'd love to see this. You know, uh-huh. not that I I've never had any uh, issues with law enforcement. I've always I'm goofy. You know, I always just try to you know crack a joke, whether you know whatever for whatever reason, whether it was speeding or you know rolling stop or I've and I've I found myself in some situations where I've actually you know gotten a slap on the wrist because you know it's just a less tense situation now you know i um any given day anything could be but um man that's that's i think that would be a great uh idea you know the mock uh a mock stop and that way um a lot of visual learners it's one less thing they got to try to think about because i know you know in college and you're learning you know like you said day one they got you know they got installs they got conditioning you know what i mean it's, it's high intensity yeah. and uh it could be a bit much, you know, to try to remember. Uh, but seeing is is also is one of the best ways of learning. Mm-hmm. And what I did was when I walked in, when I first got there, mm-hmm. Akeem was there. Okay. So I said, turn around, sir, and put your hands behind your back. Akeem turned around and put his hands in the ass. I said, sir, you're not following my orders. I said, put your hands behind your back. He put them behind his head. I said, sir, you're still not complying. I said behind your back and he got it. And the other coaches were like, I see what you just did there. And see, <laughs> something, something, he said, that was perfect. He said, because you sometimes these kids might think they're complying and they might be nervous, but you have to listen 
And they was like, the coaches were like, a couple of the coaches were like, man, I'm glad you said that because that, you know, I would have done the same thing. So, yeah, that live, that live fire, we call that live fire. And Kevin bring that live fire in there. But that was a controlled, safe environment. No harm, no foul. But they learned something. Absolutely. And that's, uh, if anyone's wondering, uh, Hakeem, that's Hakeem McClellan. He's the Associate Athletic Director for oh, Academics and Compliance. Just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> my bad. I, I, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, fellas, you know, this has been wonderful, wonderful discussion. And I'm just so excited, just so happy to, to hear that you guys were invited, first and foremost. And, uh, and secondly, that you guys were open and receptive to doing it. And uh, I did want to ask, you know, Officer Levine or Lieutenant Levine, you worked directly with a number of the previous football staffs in various capacities. So let's talk about what you're seeing with this staff, just in terms of their receptiveness and openness to things uh, such as what you did in, in terms of coming out and speaking with the players. Well, I, I, I was asked to start being a part with uh, under the uh, comedy. And I started working with recruitment, speaking to the players and all the talking to their parents about what we're talking about. But this time, I saw another step, another level. And they told me, they said, look at man, we usually have you talk about academics, but this administration wants you to talk about law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I wasn't offended, you know, because I knew where they were going. And I've never, the others were like, hey man, talk to this family. They were focusing on recruitment, recruitment, getting these players. And not to say they didn't care about the athletic, the, the law enforcement, but they knew I was there. But the fact that they recognized that and opened it up. And when I asked about doing the podcast, I asked them, do you mind if we take this to the podcast? And they were like, yes, please do. Because they want to let the fans know we're trying to help these players in every aspect of life while they're here at JSU. So I applaud that. And, and I was, I've never been invited to do it this way before. Mm-hmm. And mm. I honestly prefer, I like doing the academics. I, I like that. But I also, I love this one, uh, uh, this way a lot better. Mm. Shout out to our Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club listeners, man. You, you, yes. you, heard, it, you heard it right here, man. So that's good stuff, man. Really good Absolutely. content. Mm-hmm. And you guys are welcome to use this platform because, you know, you were talking about, you know, you spoke with them about the do's and don'ts. And I wanted to ask you, what are some of those do's and don'ts? I wanted to, I wanted to get into it. I, you know, I know that we, we don't have a lot of time, but, you know, I think this would be great for, you know, Ken said it, not just student athletes, but, you know, you're adults. You know, I'm sure there's some things on there that I could learn that I could, you know, pass down to my kids and, you know, making sure that they're fully equipped and, and uh, you know, fully understanding of, of, of how to conduct themselves in, in certain situations. So, again, you guys are welcome to come on this platform to educate you know we have student athletes who listen to the show i know we talked about actually earlier or would you be open to doing this for other student athletes not just the football team but we have a lot of the student athletes who listen a lot of coaches and of course our, our great fan base i'm sure they would love to hear so uh, we're here if you guys ever want to come back on and go into a little bit more detail and you uh, know just kind of educate our listeners as well oh i love yes to. sir i would love to myself okay and, and let's make it clear what we're teaching them to do and, and, and I want them and the captain, want, we want them to survive the stop. Mm. And that was my mm. message. Mm-hmm. I need you to survive, to survive the stop because if there was something done incorrectly or wrong to you, I want you to be able to tell your story. I don't mm-hmm. want somebody else to tell your story for you because mm-hmm. you're no longer with us. Wow. I need you to survive the stop and let us handle 
that part that where an injustice was done to you, you have the proper forum to do that. And that's in court. But I need you, the captain and I, we want you all to survive that. Even if it's a negative or positive interaction, mm -hmm. our goal is to get you to survive that encounter. Wow, that's powerful. That's, that's powerful. powerful, especially in this day and age. Absolutely, man. And so, and I would just like to add to that, if I could, one of the, sure. the main things that I mentioned to them was to make sure that you know and understand your rights. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do your research, ask the questions. And that's one of the things I would like to come back and talk to them about right. and use that platform to make sure that they understand, they know and understand their rights. Absolutely. I think, I think when you couple that with the, uh, the mock, uh, some mock stops, um, that will definitely resonate. You know, uh, they get to see it. They get to see what not to do, what to do at the same time, also learning and understanding what their rights that that's, that would be very, 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 you know, useful and helpful. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, well let's set it up. I'm, I'm definitely down for it. I'm open and, uh, I know, uh, Ken Clark is as well. So yeah, uh, let's do it. I definitely want to hear it. I want to, I want to test myself and see if I know my rights. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to learn something. <laughs> but, 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 but one more thing, one more thing before we get out of here, man. I know uh, uh, we mentioned we, you know, that Captain Bridges was, he's a, he's a football alum, mm -hmm. and I, we, we're not going to speak on it. Tell us, tell us, you know, when did you play? And 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 kind of speak real quick before you get out of there. You know, uh, who did you play? Under? Give us a little bit. Of, who'd you play under? You know, when did you play? What years? Give us a little bit. Of, give, give us a little peep under the table. Now, Ken, you know that that's a dangerous question. Now, I, I, know, I, I know, I know it is, but you know, you know, you know, if it, I, I always got, we always got to get a listen to something. Okay, something, let, something to look forward let, to. Because we let, okay, well, let me get my stopwatch so I can stop us because I know where this is about to go. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, Captain. You have the floor. Let, we, we definitely want to hear it. Okay. Well, I came in in 1991. That was Jimmy Smith's senior year, mm. and I was I redshirted. I started actually playing in 1992 to 1995, and uh, we we had a we had some great teams during that time frame. Two of the things that stand out the most to me was how we were resilient in 1995. We started out the season one and two. We actually mm. lost to um, we lost to Alabama A&M. We beat Tennessee State, and then we in turn lost to FAMU. And then right after that, it's like the light bulb went off and we woke up and during that same year, Coach Eddie Robinson was on the verge of breaking the record to become the all-time leading uh, winning his coach. And we had in our game against them, he had an opportunity to break the record. And the guys, we got together and said, no, we know he's going to get the record, but he won't get it against Jackson State. <laughs> and we made sure we made sure we won that game. <laughs> and we went on to win the SWAC, and and that started the eight year win streak against Alcorn in 1995 oh, to 2002. Mm -hmm. And during that uh, that same year, we had an opportunity to either go to the Heritage Bowl or to take the invite to the playoffs. So obviously, we took the invite to the one double A playoffs, and they put us up against the number one team in FCS, which was Marshall. And this was the year before Randy Moss arrived. Yeah, the wow. quarterback on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't a good day for Tigers. Uh, we ended up losing that game. I think the score was like maybe thirty eight to eight. Mm -hmm. But uh, we finished the season SWAC champs, undefeated in conference play, and we had a nine and three record. Hmm. Awesome. And uh, you said ninety one, ninety five. So 
if correct me if I'm wrong with it, so did you play for both the uh, Coach Gordon and uh, uh, Carson? Daddy. Did you Carson? And- and Coach Carson, yes, sir, oh, that's correct. Okay. All right, so before we let you go, you got to give us a quick story about those two. Well, I tell you what, um, <laughs> both of them very, very, very knowledgeable, very disciplined. They were no nonsense coaches. They they brought you in, they challenged you, both on and off the field. And the biggest goal that they had in mind was to make sure that you left there a better person than when you came. Hmm. And, and like- if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for them uh, being that father figure while I was on campus, I wouldn't be where I am now. I can honestly say that. Sounds like to me that we're trying to reestablish that at 1400 JL Lynch. And I'm, I think this show is, a, I think that's a perfect way to end the show. And um, man, yes, that's, that's, that's powerful. Here you are, you know, you got a chance to experience two of our greatest coaches in the history of our football program. And, uh, you know, rest in peace to the late, great, you know, W.C. Gordon and Jane. Um, um, man. man. So happy to have you guys on the show today, man. That was just good stuff, man. I appreciate it. Thank so we so we hope we hope we could duplicate what that, that team in 95 did this season. You think we can do it? They say we got them dogs to do it, but I, 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 I feel like we can we do it. it. We got it. I believe we're going to do it. Now we just got to it. We got it. <laughs> we got it. I believe. There you go. There you have it. It's unanimous. I say we got it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, one and oh, man. We just yeah. need to be fam. You, you know, Labor Day, you know, weekend, uh, Orange Blossom Classic, man. And by the way, there are still some tickets available for those that were saying that it, we you know the Jackson mm-hmm. State side was sold out. Still try to get tickets if you're planning on yes. going to that game. So, absolutely. So it, was, got- it was that was on Ticketmaster, but uh, the, obviously the JSU ticket office has those tickets so we, we we post that information in the show notes of every show uh, so just mm-hmm. look at the link below in the show description if, if you need that number and uh, definitely be there in miami again fellas we thank you for your time i, I just can't thank you enough for doing this and I'm, I'm serious we want you to come back on uh as, as often as you'd likely this is a, a topic that needs to be discussed so if you need a platform where you can get the, the message and this education out to the masses especially the jackson state faithful Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club is just that platform. So uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Well, thank you for the invite. Nice. We will. And it was great. Yes, thank you for the invite. I great, greatly appreciate it. All right. Yes, right. Yes, and, and also, and, and thank you guys for what you guys do just every day, all day. You know, stay safe mm-hmm. and uh, we appreciate it. And we, we, we support you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Will do. And that'll do it for episode 176 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag 
the I love.